0: So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. I am thrilled that you're hanging out with me and my good buddy, Tony Grebmeyer. He's been on the podcast before. He is an incredible person. And I'll just give you my from the heart introduction to Tony. First of all, he's a rock star entrepreneur. He's accomplished more in business than most people have or will. Uh, in terms of numbers, revenue, all the vanity metrics. He's crushed all the vanity metrics, but more importantly, he's crushed it at home. Uh, He's got a great marriage. He's got great kids. And he is a servant to the world, to the community. Everybody I know is connected to Tony somehow. It's almost like he's a secret guy that knows all these really cool people. And he's like, he's the one central hub in the middle of the spoke that everyone knows. They love him. He invests in people. He's a giver. He's got a servant's heart. uh, He's gifted and kind of a philosopher, if you listen to him. I think he's kind of a philosopher. Tony, welcome. Is that guy coming on the show? He sounds pretty interesting. He's pretty dang interesting. And he's seven foot nine, actually. No. <laughs> you're tall, you're tall, dark, and handsome uh, entrepreneur. I'm guy, so glad right? this is a podcast. So <laughs> I, I have a uh, they say I have
1: a voice for radio and a face for TV. The problem is I've been most of my career on radio,
0: so it's good. (laughs) Well, you used to be a a radio host, didn't you? You got that great sounding radio voice. Give us some of your backstory and tell us what you've been working on most recently.
1: Awesome. No, thank you first and foremost for the opportunity to come back and be a repeated guest. And uh, thanks for letting me be a part of uh, Honor and Fire. I'm excited for what you're doing and how you're doing. And that's why I said yes to come back. Uh, You know, I'm one of those typical kids who, who literally listened to like Casey Kasem. I'm dating myself, (laughs) but these were the people that I grew up listening to, um, you know, on the radio when I was a young kid. And I always said, I want to be like that someday. I want to, I want to do that. That sounds fun. And so uh, very early on 11, 12 and 13, I went off to summer camp and there was a program to learn how to be an air personality at the radio station. That's my earliest kind of remembering, wow, that was so cool. I got to play like my first record ever, LP was dead or alive. You spin me round, round like a record, baby. That was like <laughs> that was my day, you know. And then you see Bono and you play U two and all these kind of artists come alive. And then fast forward, I totally forgot about radio. I went home, started being a normal kid. And uh one night I was listening to the top eight at eight. There was a local radio station, 102.5 Kadon. And I called up and they said, Hey, could you, you know, name the top eight songs? I said, Sure, I did it. And one thing that I knew and anybody listening right now when you knew something different and you knew what you were doing was totally different than what all your friends were and you were like really excited about it the night my phone rang when they said hey we need you could you could you just do your top 8 to 8 for us and I were you know rattle off Madonna Prince Michael Jackson like like it was no big deal and I knew that I was on to something that I could use the talents that I was gifted um my biggest Fear was I was going to be a failure because I didn't talk until I was four years old. I was in special education all through elementary, junior high and high school. Um, I have a little bit of a learning disability, but I was able to capitalize on my voice. And every stinking person listening to this podcast and on this planet has something inside them that they can use and they just have to tap into it and find it. And I literally took radio to entertaining to figuring out how to put networks of awesome people around running a business from just using my Rolodex of people that I met along my massive journey in life and 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 Realize that all I'm doing is connecting the dots Everybody's got something and if I can just tap into what their genius is and I get to know people at a different level than surface But get to know them at their core then I can figure out how I can help them And why do I say I want to help people as well? I wasn't put on this planet just to be a lone Ranger I was put on this planet to build an a-team and just An amazing group of people that I want to do life with and really that's all it's been from days of radio to running a business for the you know I've been an entrepreneur for the past 23 years this company that I currently own uh, for 18 years all just about how to get around the best people you can possibly get and and not everybody you have on your team today is gonna be with you forever so what can you give and help them learn and what can you learn uh, and receive from them that you can use on your journey in life
0: you know it's really interesting. I've heard, I don't have any like, actual data to substantiate this, but I anecdotally, I feel like I've heard lots of stories of high-achieving people not talking till they're four or five years old. Like it's almost like it's a thing. Uh, I, I, I want to say Albert Einstein didn't talk till he was four or five years old or something like that. I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that's such a strange thing. Or, or, or people that end up growing up and being super-gifted speakers, uh, they stutter. You ever, you, have you ever noticed that? What what in the heck? What's that all about? Well, I mean,
1: for myself, it was like I was always in observation mode growing up. I just really believe that's what it was for me. I was just I was observing everyone around me. And I'm like, I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. And then um, I remember my mom was a special ed teacher. And she uh, I think it was like I was out of high school a year or two, just started in radio full time. And she said, would you come and speak to the class now? Remember her class was filled with people with all learning disabilities and I got a chance to sit up. That was my very first kind of like talk. And I just got to just tell people, I said, you know, no matter where you're at in life, no matter what the, the, the tapes are playing in your mind or what the records people are, are you know, playing around you or whatever you're listening to. Like, this is the thing we talked a little bit about it um, previous. And we talked about it on and fire. Like, you have the ability right now in your life to not let your past define your future. No matter how you were brought up, what situations or circumstances you've overcome, those are good things that you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. I'm not going in my past direction. I'm going in the future, the things that I'm building today in relationships. And I'm now going to have to do some work because you told me that there's a stat out there. I'm going to have to go put on my, you know, Archaeology <laughs> mindset and go study and lift up and and uncover more about the past because the past is what is going to help you to build a better future. You have to go study, you have to go learn what is working and not working, and that was a whole reason I created the Be Fulfilled Journal was I wanted to see the patterns and habits that showed up in my life, and then what could I do with the ones that were really serving me and
0: get rid of the ones that were holding me back. Yeah, let's talk about patterns. Let's talk about the Be Fulfilled Journal. What are, what, was there one thing or a couple things that you started to do different that made a big shift in your business or in your relationship? Like, was there a, was it a big epiphany? Was it a gradual thing? I mean, you have a large company, and, you know, you've been doing it for a long time, but it doesn't happen by accident. What do you do different that allows you to have that type of result when the average entrepreneur is killing themselves to barely get by? What's, what do you think? Baseball.
1: Let's go to baseball. I never got a chance to play. I just got to be an observer in the stands. I always loved baseball. I love the fact that, you know, it was this kind of game of trying to figure out when to steal, you know, when to move your infield outfield position of the manager, when to call time. And, it, you know, it lasts a long time. And that's kind of like like life. I want to I want to make it last as long as possible. Well, as a kid, how many times did you ever say with a broomstick and a tennis ball, like I'm Babe Ruth, there's two outs, here he is, it all comes down to him, and you know, you throw right. up all the Kenny Rogers song plays, you know, I'm the greatest pitcher of all because I struck out, you know, I was going up being the greatest hitter in my mind, but I became the greatest pitcher because I was good at flipping it around. Like I struck out. No, I struck him out and, and, and to manipulate my brain. the one of the things that I tell everybody is just get on base. Like right before the show, you were saying, keep chopping wood. I'm like, just get a hit, put a bunt, run, attempt to get to first. Don't worry about scoring a run. That's why you have a team. So many of us are so busy trying to hit a home run that we, we spend most of our time striking out and then we start talking bad about ourselves and then we realize we're not doing anything about it. So we're sitting at the end of the bench and our coaches not looking at putting us in anymore. And that's why I sit closer to the coaches than I do more than anything today in my life. I'm sitting closer to people like mentors and coaches and, and people who have done it because I want to learn what they're doing to overcome because they may see my blind spot way before I'll ever know I have one and they'll help me make the adjustments. So when I go up to bat next time, they're like, hey, Joshua, or hey, Tony, you know, I saw you last time. Your head was down. You didn't have your shoulders in the right place. And I know you got this. My job for you is just attempt to get to first base. No matter where you drop it, run your hardest and do it over and over again. Let's go. Next thing I know, I, you know, I, I hit a, a line drive double. And somebody gets to third and I'm on first and, and it just feels good. I'm not worried about stealing to get to second. I'm just worried about getting on base, doing the best I can today. And if I happen to strike out and go over for four. Um, what do I need to do? I need to go batting practice. And that's why I use baseball a lot in my talks. I use it when um, I'm trying to give people a picture of life is that you're in the stands watching the game of life. And you say to yourself, I can do better than that. I can do better than that guy up to bat right now. He keeps striking out. I can totally do better. And then all of a sudden everything goes dark and someone comes and taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, the manager, Joshua, wants to see you. Here's your jersey. You're in the game. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. I- I'm just here as an yeah. observer. I'm like, I'm tired of you being an observer, Joshua, saying.
0: I need you to get into the game well, and invites you to get down to the game. On a practical level, help me understand. So I'm just I'm visualizing in a super stressed out, overworked middle of the summer, small business owner right now. And they're listening to this and they're thinking, Well eh, yeah, you know, that's nice. Those are nice things. What, 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 they, what should they do on a practical level to maybe get on base? Or what does that look like? What even is getting on? Is it whatever their goal is? Is it just reducing the pressure and noise in their life? What are we talking about? I think about? it's a little bit of both, right? Like I, I have
1: to know when I sit down and talk to any individual, what is it that you're in this game for? What is it like you do? Are you good at just bringing concessions to people or taking away their frustrations and fears by making them laugh? Whatever it is that you do for me, at the end of it, who I am, I was put on this earth to be a servant leader, to to be a conduit for God to work through me, through people. If I could stay focused on that, I make everything else get around me really, really small. I, I try to take my head out of the vice because it's usually self applied. I'm the guy you see putting his head in the vice and I'm turning it. Not life isn't turning it. I'm <laughs> oh my gosh, it. that's so
0: good. I do that.
1: Right? All you the time. Turn it and you keep turning it and turning it. And what are you hoping to
0: do? Relieve the pressure? Well, I think. Maybe it's just me because I'm crazy, but probably not. I, I think part of myself is addicted to feeling paranoid or stressed, or like well, you probably thrive because it's under been for egg. so long. It's almost I almost feel uncomfortable when things are going too well. Is that weird? Yeah. What's but up with that? Let's flip that script for a second. Why do you think that is? <sighs> That's a de- Here, hold on. I'm gonna lay down on my table. You can be my therapist. Okay, no, <laughs>
1: uh, That's a, no I don't know. Your new
0: normal is that you've yeah. created that new normal. We've had a lot of stress the last few years, a lot of growth, lots of epic things, but just a lot of stuff. Kind of. Compressed. So, when's the last
1: time you stopped and celebrated all your successes?
0: When's the <sighs> last time you got a little paper things? out
1: and you literally started listing everything that you've just accomplished over the last ninety days?
0: Oh, I hey, I got to
1: spend. That. A weekend with my boys. I got to ride my go kart. I was able to help my wife, you know, clean out the car. Like people have different levels of success and wins. I'm like, anytime I'm being of service, I love to celebrate those. I love to just write them down. It's not like in an ego way, it's in an opportunity to say, man, look how far I've come in the last 90 days to get to this point. But if you do that, you'll start seeing some
0: uh, little dents. One of the. F- that's so Go good. It's just one of the, I'm going to be like super vulnerable because it'll help people. One of the reasons I struggle with journaling is because, you know, you're writing what you're grateful for. And there's so much, right? But it almost, there's two things for me. Number one, f- making myself think about what I'm grateful for, it it's almost feels like work because I'm so focused on future that stopping and pausing it makes me uncomfortable like yeah 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 i'm grateful okay i kind of feel like that inside a little bit the second thing is is whenever i achieve something that's quote unquote a huge deal for me and my journey um it's very very short-lived where i like pat myself on the back very short and then the only thing i can see is the next hurdle. So like I, I do a hurdle that's like, holy crap, I did that hurdle, but that only lasts for like a microsecond, and then I'm instantly consumed with the next hurdle. I don't want to keep being like that. I've been telling myself for a while that I'm gonna downshift and, you know, we hired a CEO for Jim. I, I sold off most of another company, I'm starting to work with Ashley and Honor and Fire, and one of the reasons we're doing it, for personal reasons, is to downshift back into like, hey, we're good, like we did amazing stuff, this is, let's have some fun. And It's really hard. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean, how, how do you how do you take a bottle rocket and not launch it? You've got two options, right? You put it in water. Or you you light it on fire pew, shoots up. There's no in-between for it It's only got two options go up and do what it was created to do or just fizzle out and you're not going to fizzle out But so what we want to do is let's find out how far you can go How 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 far is that until you just kind of explode and, and you're like, all right, I know I can go 200, 200 feet, 200 days, and I need a break. And I, I, I believe in 90 day sprints. I believe you should do everything in 90 day sprints to take the last 90 days of your life, jot it all down, see all the successes, start talking about, Hey, look, we've done this. Put a high five board together for every time you got an extra five or 10 minutes one-on-one with your kid and start celebrating small victories. I'm a workaholic. My mom was a workaholic. I I grew up without my mom being around in my mind. In reality, my mom was working three jobs to put food on the table for my sister and myself. So what did I observe growing up? My parents weren't around. My dad was separated from my mom and he was always gone. So I had to fend for myself. And so I've been doing what I'm talking about right now since I was a little kid. And I was the kid who loved to go out and sit on the blacktop, look up at the sky and wonder what it was like to fly, what it was like to be on a plane, You know, I'd never been on one before. I was like, Oh, that'd be so cool. How do you get onto a plane? And I literally asked the questions, small business owners ask themselves, you know, how do I get a day off without feeling like my business is going to implode? You know, I can't leave because nobody knows how to run the business like me. And if I was to leave, man, I got to be in range of a cell phone because somebody needs to get a hold of me. So now I'm not really enjoying my day off. I'm panicking. I'm worrying. I'm checking in about the office. Like everything's going to go right. And that itself is not healthy because you need a break. Everybody needs a break. Go to the gym and try to lift weights for, you know, the next 200 days, every single day, the max amount of weights you possibly can lift. And then how could you ever grow? Because you can't lift anymore. Your, Your body's defeated. You need to energize. And that's really what I want people to realize. Journaling is not sexy. It's not fun but if it's a way I can dump my brain and get all the things out of my head, new capacity can come in. There's a, there's a sprint commercial right now. The girl from uh, crazy rich Asians basically says like, I had to delete a photo from my phone of my grandma so I could take a photo of my grandmother. Like there is no more capacity in our minds. We are completely maxed out. So our job is to defrag kind of like what you're talking about with honor and fire, remove some of the stress, take your head out of the vice, get the 30,000 foot view, then get the street level view and go, Hey, you know what? I need to be honest with myself. As much as I love money, I need to be healthy so I can be there for my family and for my kids and for the people in my life. And most importantly, I need to take care of myself. And that's just being real and being open and being vulnerable and being raw, like you said being honest is some of the hardest stuff you'll ever do is the self work. And that's the work that I don't want people to skimp out on. It's not about taking care of or taking on more work and responsibilities. It's taking care of yourself first so you can be of service and you can have the capacity to help the people around you. Because if you're just going, 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 well, who's helping you? Cause one day you're going to fall down and Hey, he died at 62 years old with a heart attack. High cholesterol. Never really did anything other than work. And you know what? His family really didn't know him the last twenty some odd years.
0: Hmm. Hmm. That's good. Well, I'm curious. You've had a, you have a lot of people using your journal. I have actually two of them in my office right here. Um, are you using them, or are they just on I, the shelf? I used them for a while, and then. Yep. That's why I explained what happens when I do it. When I'm sitting down to like write out what I'm grateful for, um, it just I haven't. It hasn't stuck. It hasn't stuck for me. And so what what happens? Then I feel bad. Like oh, I suck. I'm just not. I'm terrible. I don't know. So it's like this cycle of shame or something. But but it, a lot of people are using it. And so what I'm curious is, uh, what are some Let's of the results? Go result? to your
1: woodshed for example. Let's go to your woodshed for example because you you're used to the woodshed, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you see that there's a bunch of stumps and, you know, somebody says to you, Hey, Joshua, I'd like to buy two cords of wood. When could you have it done? And you're like, um, I'll have it done by next Friday. And you're like, that's a couple days. And you're like, yeah, I'll have it done. Are you the person who would go out there and just chuck it because you said you needed to get it done by, you know, next Friday that you're just going to take out your ax and you're just going to start splitting wood? Or do you map out kind of the best approach, the best time of day, the temperature, and get everything right? And Hey, I need some
0: support to do this. Like, how do you do that? I because would chop all the wood up. Thursday night until 3 a.m. <laughs> <No, laughs> and, 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 and I would deliver, and I would deliver because I would be, I, one of my biggest fears in general, my ongoing fear is just not fulfilling an obligation or a promise, like keeping a commitment. I, I'm horrified that I would drop the ball. So it'll get done, but it'll probably get done at the last minute.
1: Cool. So let's make a personal commitment with ourselves that we need to take care of ourselves. And that, that starting and stopping. See, I'm all in or I'm all out. There is no in between. I don't eat one Oreo cookie. I eat the entire row and then I, I go back to my seat and I eat the row number two and row number three because <laughs> right. I obsess over it. And, and I, I realize I need to
0: obsess over healthy things. Yeah, I, because I, I want I can to. obsess over really bad things. I want to obsess over healthy things. I want uh, to be more fit, to be eating better and stuff. Um, But I think you're right. Maybe it's because I dabbled with it instead of committed to it. That's probably the thing. It's like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I'll fill this out. And the next day it's like, yeah, yeah, cool, I'll do it. But it wasn't like uh, maybe I didn't take it seriously enough.
1: Yeah, and, and you need. it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, what we're talking about right now is not difficult. But it's difficult to stick with it if you're not committed and you're a little bit bored already. And you're like, well, I'll do this journal thing. Tony gave me a journal. I should just start journaling. But it's like I'm really – I'm wanting you to say to yourself, go back to destroying excuses when we first got connected. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm trying to do is destroy those excuses that play in my mind. And I go, uh, Buckminster Fuller talks about it. I got to build a new model that makes the old model obsolete. The old model got me here, but it's not going to take me to the next level. And is journaling going to take you to the next level? (laughs) 100% of it of the time that you focus on making you a priority, you'll get to the next level faster. It's if you can take a piece of paper and start writing stuff down. So that's why I created a course behind it. I wanted to take 12 valuable lessons and things that I've explored and been, you know, part of fortunate, good and bad, um, to really help people push past some of their limiting beliefs and really see like, this is something that I take to the gym, this is something when I'm on the road, I'm, I'm logging what I'm eating, I'm tracking my life, I'm looking at it, I need to end my day and begin my day with gratitude because if I do that, then I have just the attitude that's healthy and right. Because when I'm thinking of others, I'm ultimately putting good out into the world. And it's amazing. Like I just walked out of a a restaurant the other night and I said, Hey babe, you know, it's so crazy. I got a phone call from my buddy. I was just talking about him. I wrote him down in my journal two days earlier. I haven't talked to him in four years and bam, the phone rang. He's like, I don't know. I was just thinking about you. I wanted to call you and i use i use the journal and prompts and and to get me to write down memories and thoughts but i use it to schedule and plan my day not digitally digitally that's awesome you got a, a google calendar or some calendar to log all your stuff that's awesome but that means you're robotically moving from thing to thing when's the last time you really looked at your schedule and thought about what the goal was to achieve with that like i don't want to go you know, go to like five people's houses today and just clean their windows to go make you know hundred two hundred dollars. That that's not fun. But if I get to know Mr. and Mrs. Smith and this is my twentieth time that I've been with them, uh, they've been a lifetime customer. They're they're always referring people over. I'm thinking now, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know what? Today I'm going to do is I'm going to stop by and get Mrs. Smith some flowers. I'm going to get Mr. Smith a little Starbucks gift card and tell him thanks. I'm putting intention on building better relationships. Like I'm, I'm putting in the specific thought into each one of those people. And, and, and I gotta remember somebody's investing in me by saying yes to my offer and I need to do my part to make them be the, the best referral agent I can
0: possibly find. Oh man. Now we're getting into like one of the things I talk about, well, relationship marketing. Okay. So let me tell you a story with send Jim. The worst performing webinar I ever did trying to sell our product was this was probably the best webinar I ever made in terms of content. It was like I spent so much time on every single I taught and blew people 's minds it was it was like my best work at the time, but no one bought anything and uh, the whole thing was structured. <laughs> we sold like forty thousand dollars worth of stuff over a period of time when our expectation was like way way more and it was very discouraging and what I learned was is that uh, most people don't care about relationship marketing. They, they're very transactional. And even though I was teaching them like a true thing, like, like this is everything, that your network is your net worth, your relationships, and, and I like laid it out logically and it was all specific to service businesses. And then I show them the tool and how they can automate that and like get a huge result and leverage. They're like, eh, I don't know. But <laughs> there's something about people being transactional versus being relational. I don't know how we wake them up to, to understand the value of it, but that kind of... When the pain hurts enough and their checkbook
1: uh, isn't able to write another check and they're frustrated, they've got no time and they end up in the hospital or they had something happen and they just feel like, man, I missed out on the opportunity. They'll remember the conversation you said. You, you your Your job, my job, anybody who's listening, our job is just to plant seeds. Just plant seeds, take care of them, take care of the weeds. Uh, remove all the stuff that won't allow it to grow and uh, you know everybody does it differently that's what makes us so awesome and different uh, we may have the same heartbeat or the same thing that makes us stay alive is his heart but everybody beats to a different drum and, think, I,
0: and <laughs> think about your wife uh, on your wedding day how long have you been married for 20 years 20 okay. coming up on 21 we're 17 next week Congratulations. And, uh, but if I only told my wife I loved her that day right uh, and then I didn't say it again. So then, ten years later, she says, "You don't love me. You, na- I'm leaving you." And I say, "What are you talking about? I already told you, I loved you. Yeah. What do you want from me, woman? Right? Like,
1: <laughs> how?" Actually, ins- <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry. Your man is talking to you like this right now. <laughs> like, how insane would that be? But that's what we do with our customers. It's what we do with uh, our friends. our relationships. Yeah, we tell
1: them specifically because of the Hallmark calendar that's been created. Like we. We should only tell them around these dates because that's the most important. And, and so what we believe here, we do something once a quarter for every one of our customers.
0: We don't think about them because we're just transactional. They're, we use them like a piece of paper towel. My point of all of this, the way that I'm viewing it is Writing down what you're grateful for and, and and committing to that process, I can see how it would trigger you to engage in relationships in a different way, and because you're aware of it now, it's front of mind. You're like, oh man, I was thinking about Tom. I need. I'll just send Tom a little nice quick note for no reason, with no agenda, no strings attached. But you do that all the time. That's who you are. So I've I've got a. Every day when I
1: come into the office, the girl from my team, Courtney, she makes that my schedule is already printed out and put in front of me. And my wife knows to only give me one thing at a time. That's the one thing that I need to be most successful at work. But I've already journaled about that today prior to coming in. So it was a lot easier for me to be prepared because I get overwhelmed and stressed really easy when I'm not in control of how things are going. And so I've, I personally have gone back to the drawing board and says, what makes Tony his best? Sean Stevenson talks about it when your life works. So when your life works list and when your life sucks list, you've got one for each. And if you can just put down like the 10 to 14 things, you know, you do and your life is just optimal. You're eating healthy, You're going for a walk, spending time with your family, watching Netflix and chill and you're reading a book, you're going to church, you're tithing, you're doing all these things you know your list and you know where to pull from and you already have the when life sucks list. You don't have to do anything. You already know when your <laughs> life isn't working great. You know what that li- that list looks like and your job is to try to get to the when life works list by doing three to four things a day off of that list. And you just know you're going to be a lot better. The most important thing I ever have done was make sure that I took out my health insurance policy on myself and i didn't have to pay anybody for it i just had to start getting myself in the best shape of my life mentally and physically and emotionally so that i could be there and be supportive and so yes to answer your question i don't think a lot of people are going to sit down and want to journal i don't want to do a lot of things in life but if i told you that it'll help make you a more grateful person it'll make you more open and honest and a, a person that can connect better with others you'll build faster deeper relationships You'll remove a lot of the noise and eliminate a lot of the pain in your life um, by just, you know, taking things that are going on in your brain and putting them down on paper. And the easiest way to do that for me is just let's go back 30, 60, 90 days and just start celebrating what you've been doing. Journal this or gratitude journal or five minute journal or the best self journal. They're all great resources and tools. You just got to find the one that best resonates with you. And, and for me, when I created the Be Fulfilled Journal, it's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be fulfilled. I wanted to, to literally help people to find fulfillment in their life. I do it professionally. So then I just created it personally. And it's been a great, great hybrid between the two. Um, I'm always thinking about work. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. I'm always thinking about how to improve the quality of my team's lives. And so for them, uh, they took an exercise from it and we created our daily docket. And the daily docket is what they do every single day. And they submit the daily docket and it helps them stay on track. If I literally stop this podcast and I asked my team to come in right now, they would have a clipboard with their daily dockets and they could say, here's what I did six days ago. And this is what I'm working on this week. And this is what my track record is all by just writing it down, not letting a system do it, but you become the system. And then you work on removing all of the noise that you possibly can from your life. So you can operate at the most optimal level possible.
0: Well, I know a lot of people use and be fulfilled in loving it. Can you Explain maybe how it's set up or structured uh, inside of it or what, what the philosophy yeah, absolutely. is a little bit and how so people can get it as well.
1: It's all around growth. So I built the entire journal all around the word growth, grateful, real, open-minded, willingness, teachable, and happy. Those are the things that I believe we need at the beginning of our life. And we forget and we pick them up along the way is I ultimately everything I'm doing, I want to experience happiness and joy in my life. But that's kind of the end game. The beginning game is to say, like, where am I at on my journey and just like get grateful. So I break those words down over 12 weeks and teach a course. So when you get the journal. It's a guide. I'm your Sherpa. I'm the one helping you and giving you some examples. There's QR codes that take you to a ClickFunnels website that we created for it. That has the full backend that gives you daily, weekly lessons. And on top of that, I built a support group around it all for people who buy the journal. It's kind of like, Hey, I want to give you everything to be super helpful. The question is, will you scan it? Will you log in and play in the group? It, it doesn't matter what, what the, the lesson is we're all being taught. It's, it's, can I identify that? Hey, you know what? I want to remove the pain, the frustration, the anguish. I want to get rid of it and I want to go build a seven, eight figure business and I want to do it where I'm spending. I, that's why I got to tell you, Josh, I am more excited for my friendship with you now with your honor and fire and where you're at. Cause I feel like you're more in your element and less from like, Hey, I have to go figure it all out. It's, God has already planted all these seeds around you and you're reaping the reward of the harvest, but you had to go find the land. You had to go find the space. And for me, the Be Fulfilled Journal was like, I built it for me because I realized I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't realizing I was pushing life's dumpster around. I, I didn't realize that all these things that I was thinking I wasn't alone in and that there was others in the world thinking very similar thoughts that I didn't also realize I had a bunch of stuff in my life that was draining me and I got away from the stuff that was driving me. I didn't realize that all the the good stuff that I dealt with. Because I threw it to the side and I was only focusing on the bad and ugly stuff and I wasn't getting to where I wanted to go. So I just took the things that I was using in my life, being taught by other mentors and coaches and people in the Bible and everything and just put it into a 12-week course and give people access cheap. I mean, I, I want to tell you, like anybody listening to the, the podcast today. It's easily you, worth
0: $6,000 and if you no, include all bonuses, it's worth $12,000. It's worth more than
1: that. Um, <laughs> it's priceless. Um, if you drop quick talk, all one word, at BeFulfilledJournal.com, I'm not going to charge you the low, low price already of $30. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you at 75% off because I really just want to put a journal in your hand. It's just basically pay a couple bucks, shipping and handling, the journal's yours. You get access to the course. You get access to wow. everything.
0: The um, course is an extra. You
1: don't charge it. No, it's all that. included. And and I did that because I, I realized that you know there's so many people selling you today, and I want to share something with you that changed my life which was putting things down in front of me. And, uh, if I can do that in a fun way and I can impact somebody's life in the quick talk community. And I already know I have, uh, met many wonderful people that have bought journals from your groups and supported me in in this venture. I'm not here to make money with it. I'm here to help people see for themselves. Despite everything you've gone through, you can have anything you want to and you just need to give yourself permission that's the hardest thing we'll ever do as human beings. Give ourselves permission to make us a priority.
0: It's amazing. So it's like seven bucks to get the journal that you've uh, forged through decades of, of life experience, pain and suffering, success and everything. And they get the course in the community for like seven bucks. Basically, Those Basically, it's, it's cheap. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's amazing. So go to BeFulfilledJournal.com. Use the code Talk. No space, quick talk. I love talking to you. I'm not just saying that. I think you're a fascinating individual, Tony, and uh, I appreciate you spending some time. What what closing, encouraging words would you say to the stressed out little guy fighting the good fight with big dreams? He's feeling a little burnt out right now.
1: Thank you, first and foremost, for having me on the show. A couple of things come to mind. Um, help is the number one thing we can do to help ourselves and help others is just to stop and acknowledge where we're at. The good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all brought you to this very moment with us right now, wherever it is that you're listening in your car, going from one event to another, you're picking up the kids, you're dropping them off. You're trying to figure out what's for dinner tonight. You're good. And you weren't created to be average. You were created to be phenomenal. And inside you is greatness. And you're activating that when you're listening to something like this because you're making you a priority. You're making you the most important person first and foremost in your world. Um, You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in God. So God's number one in my world. Before I can go home and be the best husband I can possibly be or father or friend, I have to be the best I can possibly be. And I want you to realize you can release the pressure that you were feeling in your life by one thing and one thing only. Just stop and acknowledge your journey. Acknowledge it. Man, you asked for it. And that's what a lot of people forget, too. They, I wanted to be rich. <laughs> I wanted to be successful. And then when it all came, you didn't know how to manage it and juggle it. And that's really why, you know, for me, Joshua, being around you, listening to your podcast and your friends that you've incubated into my life and, and the communities that we share, is that you have this thing inside of you that's calling you and I'm asking you today to, to admit to yourself out loud, wherever it is right now, that you're not weak for asking for help, but instead it's a sign of your greatness. I need help every single day to be the best version. My mom lives across the pond in England and I talk to my mom today. I try to talk to my mom every single day. There's going to be a day she's not going to answer. And I'm reminded if I can just stop for a moment and remind myself, man, I didn't get to pick my parents. They're there. They brought me into this world, but I get to pick all the things that are going on myself. That's my obligation, my responsibility. I get to determine the noise and the chaos that's going on or I can replace all that with love and appreciation and validation. And that's what I want everybody listening to realize is like you are not a tree. Jim Rohn talks about all the time. You can pick yourself up and move. You can pick yourself up and build better relationships. You can remove all the pain and the frustration and noise. You can restructure the employee structure. You can take care of all of it. The question is, is why aren't you? Why aren't you doing that? And that's what I want to leave people with is more than anything. It's not about a journal. It's not about honor and fire. It's not about any of this stuff. It's about will you admit you can't do this on your own? You weren't created to be alone. You are better with community. And so that's why I wanted to come today is because you built such a phenomenal community of people around Quick Talk Podcast, Honor and Fire, Send Jim, all the things that you have done, even your ClickFunnels and mentoring programs and coaching. It's all about connection. So if you're feeling like you're alone, shame on you. You're not. You've got opportunities Mm -hmm. to build authentic, real uh, connections. And I'm going to ask you, if you need somebody, come talk to me. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to share everything with you because that's how I've gotten to this point right now is people have helped me get to this point and I want to help others do the same. And I'm grateful and honored. I I got out of bed today not to be on your podcast. I didn't get to go see my wife or kids or anything. It's what I get to do. I got out of bed today to make contribution to the world, to make it a better place because there's a lot of bad stuff going on in our world. And that's why I want to be a part of the woodshed. I want to not get taken out by the witch head, but I want to be a part of it. I want to be the person swinging, willing to work, to improve, to sharpen my tools today, to get better, to to realize it's better in a community than it is isolated and alone, because that's how I spent so much of my younger life, isolated, worried, didn't have it all figured out. Tell me anybody who has it figured out. We've got a Bible that teaches us some roadblocks and obstacles and things that we can work through and a, a road map, but no one's got it figured out. So anybody listening, wherever you're at right now, thank you. I appreciate you. I hope to see you along my journey somewhere. We're all just trying to trudge the road, as my program tells me, to happy destiny. We're just working one day at a time to get better from yesterday. And that's really what I want to leave people today with. And then the last thing for you, Joshua, man, I'm grateful God put you in my life. I, uh, I'm grateful that somebody like you showed up when you showed up. I know we've helped each other through some, you know, good stuff and bad stuff. But the most important thing is connection and community. Building a relationship with you has been such a powerful thing. When I need a little two-minute talk, I can see your your little message online, and I stop and I just I see what you're doing, and I'm so grateful to have people like you in my life to make the world a better place and to help so many people along on their journey. It's inspiring for me to keep going and getting out of the stands and getting into the game of life today. So thank you.
0: Wow. Thanks, Tony. You're the man. High five. Love through you. Through the computer. Love you. Fist bump. <laughs> chest bump. Noogie. I need a step stool to give you a noogie. Thank you for coming on here. Thanks for the kind words and all the advice. Everybody, don't forget. Get the change out of your center council and go to befulfilledjournal.com forward slash Wait, no, no forward slash. Just go to BeFulfilledJournal.com and use the code QUICKTALK and you can get his course community and amazing journal for just a few bucks. Thanks, Tony. Talk to you very soon. Bye